welcome to the What I Wish I'd Known podcast, brought to you by 330-something Instagrammers. I'm Jo from Labella Loves. I'm Lauren from the Parenting Chapter. And I'm Jess, the Fat Funny One. And we are going to be talking about all the things that we wish we had known and the advice that we would give to our younger selves. So through our weekly podcast, that's what we're going to try and do and impart lessons. And we believe strongly that when we share stories, that's when real change starts to happen. So we start every single episode with the big caveat that we are not experts. We haven't got a clue, really, have we, girls? No. no. So that's <laughs> why we get much. people in, basically. And also there, there will be particularly... Today's um, today's podcast, this week's podcast, is um, we'll touch on mental health. And if you feel triggered by anything that we say, please, please, please do go and speak to your GP or mental health professional or look at the resources in our show notes because there's lots and lots of resources there that can help you if you feel that you might be struggling too. And this week, our second guest, yay for guests, um, is the incredible Aisha Carrington, um, just an, a massive advocate of self-care and self-love. Um, she runs some fantastic retreats and just, I'm so excited because she's someone who inspires me on social media uh, yeah, um, yeah, and just is a true advocate for really connecting with yourself and having a fantastic relationship with yourself. Mm. And I think she's a fantastic expert because we are <laughs> um, in self-care and I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. There's a lot we're going to learn. Excited. Yeah. I am so excited. Like... I'm really excited because one of my favourite people on Instagram is here, Aisha <laughs> What a lovely way to introduce me. Oh, thanks, 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 thanks. <laughs> um, I'm really excited because this topic for me is so important. Um, we are talking all things self-care. Um, and just to kind of summarise, I came across so many people like, do you follow Aisha, do you follow Aisha? And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Because everything you do is just so motivating and inspiring in terms of wanting to build that relationship with yourself just kind of give us an overview how did you get to where you are how did you start did you have some massive life event that kind of clicked for you or have you always just had a great relationship with yourself no I was thinking about it on the way here and I thought about it and I thought wow I actually I was playing that song I put I did add you guys on Instagram I think it was that Dinah Ross Supreme song and it was like you can't hurry love and I was like I've actually been single for nearly 10 years Wow. My daughter is 13. She's 14 in March. I still can't believe that. Madness. Honestly, we talked about it. She was like, she's got a daughter. I was like, no, nah, that ain't her daughter because I should have about 12. And her daughter's like older than her. So I don't understand. <laughs> and you've got a teenage daughter. Yeah, she's a te- and it's hard work having a teenager. It's crazy. Mm. So she's nearly 14 in March. She'll be 14 in March. And I think I calculated the other day. I thought, well, you know, you've seen a few guys here and there. But. I reckon for eight years, if you take out all that little dates in between, I'd probably been single for eight years. So I guess I've only only had to try and give myself self-love. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's just been gradually building. And you, because one of the things I always see, I guess people always say on Instagram, like relationship goals, and we're always looking mm. at couples for that. But actually, I definitely think you're an absolute advocate for having that relationship goals with yourself. Mm. So how do you practice it daily? Is it something you practice daily? How... I would say I practice it daily 75% of the time. I'm quite hard on myself a little bit because if I don't get it to 100%, I am a bit like, oh. But, yeah, I guess every day it's a little bit, I'm very, I just, I really like having fun. So I do centre a lot of that around myself and having fun and 
Just having a good relationship with myself. I think I started mirror work maybe two years ago. So it's just even when I look in the mirror, I don't criticise myself as much as I used to. And sometimes I do, I think the other day I looked at my mum, I was like, oh, I love you. And it's like really cute. And I really do love it. So... Yeah, I've been building on it for a while. Because, Lauren, this is important to you, isn't yeah. it? You've been talking a lot about it at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Well, I'm going, as you know, both of you, going through a transition with my relationship, as in I'm single, and I'm getting labels, like, oh, you're a single mum, you're this. I'm like, no, I'm Lauren. But I'm looking in the mirror going, OK, last time I was like going out on the pool, like, I, I looked a bit better than this. <laughs> and that's the word, better. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you've got to get your kit off at some point, and you're going... Well, this has all changed, and it is just about loving what you've got because I absolutely get if you don't love yourself, it's difficult to have a relationship mm. with somebody, and and I think it is something you've got to practice. And, and I tell you, the thing I've always struggled with is what what is self love because I think there's so many. It's so blurred, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's like a weird. Is it is it selfish? It's taking care of yourself. Yeah. So that is in the way you do. That's the way you treat your body. It's what you feed your body. It's what you feed your mind. It's how you talk to yourself. And it's how you treat yourself on a daily basis, the things you listen to, everything. So listen I, to? What? Yeah, so you've got to think, the people you surround yourself with, you're not giving yourself good self-care if you surround yourself with negative people. So it goes, it's actually the big wider circle of your life rather than just what I do and if I get in the bath. Mm. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? Joe's Joe's like Joe's like feeling it right now. Just a sec, if you do hear a random scream, self care for me normally is having some alone time, which I'm definitely not doing now because I have Bella with me. That wasn't Bella. That wasn't Bella. That was Joe. There was so if you do hear a random scream, that's that's probably where that's come from. But yeah, I think definitely toxic. Like I've learned, Mm. people in your life have a massive effect on your mental health, your mental well being, how good you feel about yourself. And it's not easy because some of those people you could be related to, some of those people, you know, are people that you've known and loved for a long time. Like, I've got a friend who I've been friends with for years. She was a bridesmaid for me. Um, Revealing stories now. All my bridesmaids are going to be like, bitch, you're talking about me. Um, Um, You probably know who you are, bitch. Anyway, um, she, but we had a really not intense but it was just hard and I just Mm. friendships shouldn't be difficult and then I would leave conversations and stuff feeling really negative and really like frustrated and I realised it was having a massive detriment on how I felt about myself Mm. like she made me question and doubt myself and you just thought nah like Mm. I can't do this anymore and have you have you done that is there people that you yes I think I read um, an article the other day in one of those um one of the good magazine papers that come in the magazines. It was kind of putting self It was kind of putting self care and self love into a it was putting it into a bad category because I guess like all things you can take it as you want. So some people might not want to go out, yeah I'm doing self care for myself. And it is a bit like you have to actually realise what you're doing that you're not just saying it. Yeah. So it, I do think there's a lot of things that your friends could say to you and they really do pull on your insecurities. They do. They and do. I, and I think, do you know what, the worst one is that pull between, but I'm, you know, really close to, like, your mother or, I won't say mother-in-law, but, you know, mother or sister. So they should want the best. They should love me and say the right things. But sometimes, like, they know how best to wind you the hell up. Yeah. And they say things and you think, hold on, that's completely flawed my entire day. Mm. You know, and that's the thing I'm learning. And one thing I've certainly wish I'd known is, you know, sometimes people go out to just wreck your 
day or your life or your moment. Yeah. It's and not intentional always, it's though, not. is it? It's, it's their own just... insecurities. Exactly. It is, isn't it? And I remember once I just went to see a therapist and I was whinging about this mate and that mate. She went, sometimes, Lauren, you just got to hit the delete button. And I was like, that's savage. Mm. But it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. And you have to. Yeah. And you can't... Because I think, you know, it's, it's about phases, isn't it? And people can come in and out and you go in different phases and it's about saying, well, I'm in this current phase of my life. And and I suppose when your current phase of life, what what is it? Where do you, where do you get your kicks? So, where do I get my kicks? And yeah, like where do you get your enjoyment? You talk about fun, which I, I think you exude. She exudes yeah, fun, doesn't she? Like, what you know, do you look do? at someone on Instagram and you're like, I want them to be my best friend. I want friend. them to go out with me. <laughs> I want yeah, them to be my friend. Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, where do you get your kicks? From work. A oh. lot from, from work. <laughs> and I... Yeah, I just build my... Everything I do is fun. I got up this morning. What did I do? I had a bath. I lit my candles. And I did I did some yoga. I did some meditation. So I guess for my... Before I even left the house, I'm feeling really fun. Yeah. yeah. And I listen to a lot of music. Music is like my vice. And yeah, every all the people... My people I surround myself with, I don't really have any negative people around me anymore. So everybody I could call on would be really excitable and fun. And if I share information or if I've got any highs to share, they're all fun. And, um, yeah, my mum's really amazing and we're really close. Have you always been close? We have always been close. And I kind of always want that for my daughter. Yeah. But, I, you know, she's in that teenage zone now and I'm not knowing if it's going to happen. That's why I've asked if you've always been close because when I hit about 13, I think my mum, like, just hated yeah, me. Like, we just, you. we had such a rocky patch, probably between 13 and 18, where I That's was a like... a lot of years. Yeah, a lot of years where I was like, ah! Because you were at that point where you, you're like, you don't know, you don't want me to have fun, you hate me, why are you being so mean? And now as a parent, I look back and I'm like, oh. What's the <laughs> worst thing you loved, did, Jess? Come on. Let's not even go there. Oh, really? Is yeah. that bad? Were the police involved? No, no. (laughs) Although my mum did once drop me off at my grandparents' house and were like, just take her! Because I think I just wound her up so much. But now I look back and me and my mum are absolutely the closest we've ever been. She's probably one of my best friends. But we never always had that. And now I've got two girls. I'm like, oh... There is going to be a patch where it's not going to be yeah, easy. I don't think we had that patch, me and my mum. Oh, that's amazing. No. We were like best friends from the get-go, which must be hard for the rest of the family, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might. <laughs> yeah, they might. They're probably all like, oh, thanks, guys. But it's all about what you're exposed to. And so your daughter, I mean, look at, I don't want to sound like an old dear now, but look at the world today. Like, mm. If she does go off, she's going to come back. That's yeah. the end, do you know what I mean? Because you just think about all the different pools in life and, and it goes back to life events, doesn't it? It's like we, yeah. our first podcast, we were like, you know, me personally, I've followed the bloody rules. I've bought the house, I've met the boy, I got married and, you know, and look at me now and I haven't failed. But I think you just look at those life events and you just think like you can't control all the time. So it goes back to the fun thing. But then also I think sitting there with yourself at the end of the day going... I maybe not 100% love what I see, but I'm happy with who I am and I'm doing a good job. Yeah. Does that make sense? And and I'd love to hear more about your retreats because, Jess, you... Yeah, I'm like obsessed. You're obsessed. So for me, because I think historically when people say retreats, everyone just assumes <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know, going away and you're just going to eat like leaves <laughs> and starvish. Do you know what I mean? But when people say retreat, that is ultimately the go-to, isn't it? That thought yeah. process of I'm going to like have to go and like... Detox. Yeah. And to share They're going to make well, me, yes, like people can snore and like it's going to be somewhere weird and cold and out 
outside mm-hmm. and you know I'm gonna have to eat no food and stuff so, I don't know that's just yeah. and then someone was like oh my gosh have you seen these and I think even from the name you know get lit retreat they just yeah. look awesome they sound awesome and I think it's such a, a modern twist for a modern woman mm. so yeah how did you start them why did you start well them? I do call them urban style retreat a new age urban style retreat because I am a stylist from the background as my background was st- just styling I was styling I was a stylist for 10 years and I now build that all into all my coaching sessions and so everything aesthetically has to look beautiful for me and feel beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, don't look about it. <laughs> environment wise that's kind of where it was and I really I wanted to be a retreat person and it was just not giving me the pull I needed but when you need that headspace or when you're like depressed or you're you're going through something you need somewhere to go and how do you learn how to build on yourself love if you don't have that seclusion of on your own yeah yeah that's kind of where the um, idea developed from and the idea came at like one of my worst lowest moments I think I was in a relationship and the person was an addict and it was a really really low period and um it was like my first love I'd had since I'd been single for ages as well. So it was like a really low time. And I was just like, it was one of the days and I was just sitting there and I just kind of like sketched it out. So it was like, it came from like a really dark place and it was really beautiful. And I really wanted to make them like mini raves. Yes, I'm down. I'm there. I'm down. We're going. I, mean? I don't get like, out. No. Right, we'll sign up now. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make the mini raves that included everything around self-love and meditations and everything you expect in a normal retreat but with like Caribbean Thai inspired flavoured food oh I'm so like you know when you're like we're done I'm down like, yeah. leave Bella here let's one. go now can yeah, we go and recreate know, it in White City forget the kids I'm gone <laughs> bye I don't think I've ever you should have a permanent one for like a whole year but I think that's what I mean when I say modern woman it is just such a good twist on something that people I guess historically just find boring or mm. don't understand yeah. what they're going to get from it and I've watched the videos I've seen like people talk about them on Instagram and like I've never heard anyone say anything bad everyone's just like oh my god it's amazing Mm. and just the life people leave is such a testament to you Mm. and what you're sharing with other people and I think that's such a beautiful thing it's three weeks three weeks later sometimes a month or two later I think people just like I still feel like I think I spoke to the yoga teacher I brought down who's actually my own personal yoga teacher at the last one and she saw my mum so she hadn't even seen me she saw my mum at a yoga session she was like I felt lit for so many weeks. She was like, I still felt the inside. And that was kind of what I wanted. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I called it, like, you get lit from within. So that's kind of what I wanted. And then people would say, like, I'm not kidding. That's like, I'd have influencers come to me, but I'm not kidding. That's like literally one of the best days of my life. And I'm like, it's like a pinchery moment. Like, that is what I wanted. So for people to be able to feel that and it vibrate everywhere, like I've done nothing for it and people just come. It's like the most amazing thing ever. It is. I'm like so excited. It's 12th of January, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've got the date. I'm like, I'm there. I've already packed my bags. I'm like on my way. I'm gonna be sleeping outside the door from the neighbor, like the night before. Like you know, when people camp outside places for like when they get all excited. That's gonna be. I should be like, Jess, what are you doing? Like, do you want to go home? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm but I think also because when people, you know, I I run events and they're day events, and I think it's really hard because people get really uplifted on the day, and then there's almost a calm down. Ooh. So people to have that lasting just shows how much of an impact that has like long term because I think it's really easy and I've had it so many times where people go to an event and they go yeah I'm really hyped up and then slowly it drips away drips away and then they fall back into bad habits oh my gosh that part makes me feel so guilty though which is why I've now um, I'm now developing like a get lit retreat online 
Nice. Hey. So it's like an eight-week course. Exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> it's an eight-week course. And I should be bringing it out at the beginning of December so you can buy presents for yourself. So, and I've done that. Love it for al- yourself, yeah. <laughs> I've also developed these, I'm going to show you them in a the minute, these most, uh, like, insane cards. So they're not like affirmation cards. They have meditations on. So they're also, like, they're called Get Yourself Lit Cards. Nice. And they're, like... Oh, they're so cool. I need to show you them. They're so, so cool. They, I think this is what I love. When someone is so passionate about something yeah. that they do, and that is probably why it works and you've done so well because I'm, like, excited. Like, I'm, I've not even got there yet, and I, I believe so much. I'm so invested in it already, and that is so important because you'll get some people who are doing it for the sake of doing it yeah. or doing it for money or doing it a for... Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, you can't see the passion behind it, but you're living your truth. You're genuinely living what you're preaching, and that speaks so much because then people go, oh, actually, I want to do that because I can see you doing it every day. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, years ago I went to Slimming World, but my Slimming World teacher was like... Not doing something well, basically. <laughs> so, but little things like you can't buy into it. But do you know true. what I mean? You can't. How do I believe what you're saying? Or, you know, chefs who don't eat their own food. Or, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I spoke like, to my therapist about this today, and he was. I was like, sometimes you know, if I don't feel great, I'm like, well, how can I? And he was like, but what have you done today? And I explained to him, and he's like. But you have done what you say you do. I was like, yeah, but well, I don't feel like really great all the time. And he's like, do you think doctors are really good all the time? Or yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah but great. sometimes I think, you know, PT trainers that they didn't look good. And he was like, but you're doing it. You're looking good. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you are. And I think it's when people live and breathe their truth, it just makes such a difference in terms of not necessarily buying into it, but believing that it's achievable and you are so relatable online so what would be your go-to or recommendation for people who maybe don't have a huge budget or don't know what to do or where to start do you know it sounds really silly but we also do laughter yoga at the retreat and if people could if everyone just did a little bit of laughter yoga which i'm building into part of the self-love love yourself course it's like it's amazing and people just don't do it but we all like like we're laughing now and we're already enjoying ourselves even if we weren't if we hit button before we came here and it was like on a one to ten we might have been on a five yeah but because we're laughing we feel so much better totally agree do you know what I was I was feeling really pooey Saturday night for various reasons and I just thought you know I need to laugh and I, I just had this overwhelm I need to laugh I just stuck on absolutely fabulous and I was literally crying you know it's stupid humor but you're right it literally just lifted me Mm. up and I went to bed thinking it's all right it's yeah. okay, I've had a laugh. And it, you know, don't get me wrong, like, and then I went next week, bought some retinol face creams. I thought, Jesus, I've got to do something <laughs> on my old face. But, you know, it's about kind of different things. And sometimes it's the stuff that I think we take for granted. Yeah. Like sitting in here laughing as, you know, at the start of my week, it's just had lots of stuff going on. It's been brilliant. This yeah. doesn't feel like work, what no, we're doing. No. And I think that's the other thing, isn't it? Sometimes things we do aren't work and that's okay, isn't it? Well, that's, that's the beauty of it. And that's, I think that's another thing where ourselves and our minds and Instagram because Instagram's a big thing that affects people oh absolutely Um, and if you're not if you haven't got a good Instagram feed then that in yourself Mm. isn't good self care Mm. for yourself Mm. because it's it is self-harm. Yeah, absolutely. I it's, say that It's the, the total to opposite to yeah. self-care. It's self-harm. And people are constantly criticising Instagram. And I'd have to say that I don't think I've ever really had a bad relationship with Instagram. Maybe like 5%. And that 5% is that whole mirror. It's yeah. like, I'm not doing what I should be doing. And if I'm thinking other people are. So it's either knowing intuition and knowing yourself. That's, again, a good self-care. And just... 
if you it isn't just unfollowing somebody it's unfollowing them but assessing why you're unfollowing yeah, them agreed. because that is a mirror that they are affecting you because they're an influencer and they're making money from being happy and yeah. living their best life mm-hmm. in sense of the fact that they don't have to go to a general nine to five that shouldn't pull at you unless you're not doing something for yourself that doesn't yeah, feel good mm, that's a very very clever comment and it, it's brutal but it is the truth isn't it it yeah. is it, that reaction they're not doing anything they're just being them they're but not it's, trying they're not, in here. unless it's a real bi unless it's a bitch that's actually putting things up because she's like hates you and she's one of your old friends or she's slyly how, making how comments to you that, yeah, but that not. random influencer and that mum who's got a lot of money and she's got a really great husband that it seems that's got a lot of money isn't putting it up to affect to offend, Jane yeah. and Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren Howard. <laughs> You're Jane, though. <laughs> I think that, that's such... Because I always say to people, one of the biggest tips is... A, I call it social media detox. Yeah. And I talk about going through who you're following. And one of the funniest things for me is when people complain about it. And I'm like, you're complaining about something that's completely in your control. Yes. And that's what I find really bizarre about it. Because I'm like, guys... You control what you look at on your feed. You control what you can and can't see. So it always surprises me when people are like, oh, I don't like this and I don't like that. I'm like, but it's it's your choice as to what yeah. you see on there. And I absolutely say, you know, remove people, but why are you removing mm. them? What is it about them that's triggering you? And it might be obvious things. Like, you know, when I got pregnant with Bella, I had um, a follower message me. I don't even like calling them followers, but someone messaged me and said, you know, I've recently had a miscarriage. I, that's triggering for me to see you progressing your pregnancy. And I was like, like you don't have to justify it no. to me but I understood why that yeah. was her self care it was her saying I'm not going to torture myself yeah. and watch this woman's journey because you know it's it's upsetting me so she took and I was so proud and I, was, I remember saying to her like I'm so glad you've made yourself a priority yeah. like that's rather than taking rather offense than, yeah, yeah taking offense doing. or being upset or being frustrated and you know then getting you know getting herself into this really dark loop about you know everybody else because it does happen when I had a miscarriage I remember everyone was suddenly pregnant online Do you know yeah, it's, it's always it's in one of those face, things it's just life happens but she it? took that initiative and she took that moment to make herself a priority and say this is triggering for me I'm going to remove it from my life she, she didn't have to explain but she did mm. and and that was so kind of eye-opening for me to realize actually it's not always just about unfollowing it's about understanding like you said mm. why? why it is about the why, why am I doing stuff. that I was going to ask you like you're so, super positive you exude happiness but I'm guessing like with anyone there are moments where you'll have emotions like guilt or maybe shame or a bit of jealousy I mean that's normal isn't it is that normal to feel this thing those feelings are normal I don't feel jealousy that much but those feelings are normal I think my low moments do set around my depression yeah so I, I I still suffer from PMDD which is like a it's, it's like depression that comes with like it's really like crazy PMT on speed. <laughs> oh my god! Literally what, what time on speed, in the like if you were in Ibiza kind of speed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. So I suffer from that, and that can sometimes last for fourteen days. Wow, that's a dude. long time. Jeez. Sometimes it can last for fourteen days at its worst, and that, and then I suffer from PTSD as well. So it, I, when you point those things out to me, it feels really good because I'm constantly in my head mm. juggling those things. So for you to still see that, it's really nice. Oh, completely. And but do you, when you're in those those low points, do you feel? I do you know what it is. I think it's people separate positive and negative, and everyone goes, "Oh, well, you don't feel this way, or don't cry, or don't you know?" And I think actually do feel those things mm. because they're normal. And so you you feel those, and do you recognise? I suppose that self love when you're feeling them that you've got to 
you've got to get not get out of them, but I suppose feel them, but then move out. If that yes, makes sense. I do send on feeling the feelings, which is another thing we do at the Get Lit Retreat. We do mm. a whole self love class, and I really believe in crying therapy, so I think it's really amazing. Oh, so, I love so part of that oh, writing yeah. and part of the questioning of yourself often makes you know ninety percent of people cry. So I feel like. I always say that I, in my speech as well. I always say that I'm big. I'm like a Kim Kardashian. I climb myself a river twenty four seven. I just I, I, I think it's really cool. Yeah, I ugly cry. Yeah, ugly cry. <laughs> I'm proper ugly cry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, yeah, man. Proper. But that's a that's a good cry. <laughs> I think that's a good. Can't do pretty crying. Like, no. Who does that? I've set up actually, funny enough, for my subscribers, a playlist, Car Cry Essentials. <laughs> and I just it's literally like the saddest things and I just put it on the car and I'm like, go and have a good cry in the car. And people are like, it's brilliant. And you just think, actually, yeah, like it's a good thing to cry. But we teach, we always say to our kids, stop crying, yeah. don't cry. Yeah. It's, it's a release. It's a release. That's what we forget. Yeah. It's a release. doesn't matter how it's coming out, but it's a release of whatever you're feeling. Yeah. So it shouldn't be, don't cry, don't. Because sometimes I let Sophia cry and not in a horrible way. <laughs> Go and cry. In the corner and cry. But I do because she has to feel whatever she's feeling. It might be frustration yeah. because she's been told off or, you know, she can't do what she wants to do. But if that's the way she gets her frustration out, she's going to have to. better after we've had a good cry oh, God. got yeah. it out. Yeah. Like, I'm doing a type of therapy at the moment called EMDR, which is an EMDR, which is um, really intensive, but it's basically all about trying to get bottled up trauma back out. And it's so much harder, let me tell you. <laughs> Second time round. So when it's coming, my therapist is like, it's all old trauma coming out. Don't worry. As I'm bawling my eyes out. And I was like, if I only at the time I'd given myself the space to get it out at mm. the time, I mean, it would just save a whole lot of hassle down down the line. Mm. Yeah. And that's it's like a necessary evil, isn't it? And we are. We were talking about this earlier. We bottle, don't we? And mm. which is why I think things like retreats and I suppose just those moments where you go, OK, I know what my go to self love, self care tools are and as I said often that's in times where we're at a low point and actually just deploy those and and say well actually I'm going to take this time and it could I mean could it be five minutes it can be five minutes like for example I did a seven minute yoga session today and I'm not flexible so I don't do yoga because I can put my leg up in the air I can do really good tree pose it's because it's good for my mind it makes me happy the other day someone's like oh so you do yoga so you recognize like oh no no, it's just because it helps my head. <laughs> does it actually? Because I was looking into it. Does it really help your head? It depends where you go. If I'm honest yeah. with you, but I, I, my friend Jenny from Mother's Meeting sent me one day. I, she called me. It was six a.m. and I was crying, and she, um, she, she put the phone down and she sent me like all these. I live in Reading, so not even in London. She sent me all these yoga studios, and I went to one. So I've been going for the last year, and there's three, three classes. And the classes between two and less than three hours. Wow. And they're amazing. But they're not the type of classes you go to at the gym. We're not no. going to do like competitive yoga. We're not trying to get so far. It's we do lots of breathing and we do lots of meditation and yoga. Asanas poses, I can't even say the word. <laughs> but it's good for my head. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If it's good for Because people go, it's all good about the body. I just found when I went, it just released a whole lot of wind. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, damn my dog, okay. Like, <laughs> But I have heard, in terms of meditate, I think for centralising your thoughts as well and meditating, obviously Bella's going to release on now. Um, yeah, I, that's that's what I found, but maybe I need to go to a different yeah, I don't think yoga's for you, love. No, yeah, I, think, I think you need to avoid the curry the night before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It does make people fight, though. They're, they're being free. We really said in yoga. 
So just in terms of, I guess, not to summarise, but when you really think about it, what is it, what is the one thing you really do wish you had known? What would you tell your younger self? It's kind of what I see in my daughter. So, for example, we're talking about crying and she's got to this period now where she says she can't cry, which is kind of like, what? <laughs> she says she can't cry. We went to a film the other day. We went to watch um, that film with... Lady Gaga, have you oh, seen oh, it? Oh, um, when a star is born, yeah. yeah. With what's his name, Bradley Cooper. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, he looks all right in it. Looks, she was, even my daughter was like, oh, I love Bradley. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it down, you're <laughs> But yeah, she said, she was like, I can't wait to watch this film so I can cry. And I was like, she's like, I can't cry. And I was like, that's so sad. Yeah. So it is, it's giving yourself, if I knew one thing, it would be that, A, it is that whole thing that you are going to rise again and you're going to be okay. But more than anything is that if you do just care for yourself, and when I say care for yourself, if you only did one thing, it'd be how you spoke to yourself. Mm. Oh, I love that. If that was, if you only yeah, did one Bella. thing, yes, she's like, Amen. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it is how you speak to yourself. Yeah, that intern, that inner voice, yeah, can be so critical, and we are the, our own worst critics really we'd never we say this stuff is to ourselves that we were to our best friend would you and that's no. what people always say yeah would you cut them out if they said it to your you child? Yeah. yeah you wouldn't would you mm, so why no. do we find it acceptable to say it to ourselves so rather than all the external stuff that you think you can do for self-care i think if you were gonna if you, if you what you're saying is abuse basically it is. you're abusing it is. yourself it's so. emotionally abusive isn't it yeah just so if you were in a relationship and everything your partner said to you said to yourself you'd be that'd be the most abusive relationship ever so yeah. i think self care does start in your mind yeah mm-hmm. i totally agree it, and it's a tough one to master i think age does help because i think the, you then are able to appreciate mm. who you are and what you've done because probably by the your 30s you've done some or been through some not particularly nice moments or mm. you see people and things for what they are don't you and then you go yeah i'm still here i said this the first podcast like my measure is my son's still alive and i'm still alive that is literally it now but it used to be well i've got the house i've got the car i've got to be thin i've got to own this all gone mm. out the window now i actually don't care like mm. but there is that still bit that goes oh but someone just said that i'm a bit this or that oh that really hurt you mm. know and and i probably always will have that but yeah most of the time yeah people still say things that hurt and stuff but as I said it's mostly what you say to yourself yeah yeah totally agree and how many times do you compliment yourself in a day like how many times do you compliment yourself in a day a minute never I, I actually, oh, Joe. Oh, good, a good, good few times. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm rocking yeah, life right are. now. Like, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> every two seconds, I have to remind myself. No, I don't act. To be fair, it'd be lying to say I do it every day, but yeah. I do try. It's yeah. one of the things that I tell other people to do, and I feel like you have to practice what you preach. So I do yeah. say to people, I've got um, post-its on my mirrors and stuff like that, and like little affirmations for myself, just to remind myself. I've got ones for being a mum, I've got ones for, you know, just myself, whatever. Sounds yeah. like you've got wind chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, she's doing yoga. <laughs> Baby yoga, Bella. Yeah, you shine your mum up, haven't you? It was secretly your mum, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely think it's important to yeah. compliment yourself every yeah. day. Because if you're not going to, you can't... I think it's always like being validated by other people, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. And you can't, you can't, yeah, rely on other people. Yeah. And they're not, also, I think we do walk around thinking people have got a. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is doing yoga. Jess, just stop. Oh, I'm guys. trying to wrap this up. Um, you know, we, we, we think people have got a crystal ball. They haven't. 
you know, so you do it yourself. You've got to do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think I went, what did I do the other day? I went to go to, I went to go on a date the other day and I thought, I've put on two stone through being depressed. I've put on two stone and I was just a bit like, do you know what? I said, like, why don't we go to the spa? Like, let me just get it out and you can see it and I don't have to criticise myself for what I'm going to look like. I mean, it wasn't for him, so therefore I knew he weren't for me if he didn't want to go yeah. to the spa. He doesn't want to go to spa. Go to the spa. That's a pretty bloody good date compared to coffee or drinks, isn't it? But and you're getting your kit, kit off as well. Yeah. I mean, hello. Yeah, one you know I mean? one I'm step closer. I'm going to see you in your bikini on the first day. Let's go, babes. Yeah. But that was, that was me knowing that if I didn't do that, I would then have to go through the thought of like, yeah. what am I going to look like? What's he going to think of me? Yeah. yeah. Screw him. Get rid. <laughs> I don't care On to about the next. Him. On, On to the, the next. next. Well, look, it's been amazing having you. Thank you. And um, absolute pleasure talking. I just feel, when I'm around you, when I first met you, I was just like, oh my God, you've just got this warmth that comes yeah. out of you. So if you see this girl at events, go up to her because she will talk to you and she will make you feel... I don't know, just special. Like when I had that walk back with you from that event and was talking about my life, your life. You're just, you're a wonderful human, seriously. Oh, you really you. Are. I believe in energy and you've just yeah. got such a beautiful energy. Like, yeah. you know, you just want to hug, hug you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, just get off me. But it, yeah, yeah, there's something beautiful about your energy and what you bring. And I think that speaks volumes as to why you've been so successful doing what you do because it's so genuine and so beautiful. And I'm like, roll on the 12th of January. <laughs> yeah. I'm so there. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you that's all we've got time for sadly on this episode but thank you so 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 much for listening and we're really loving all of your comments and your feedback it really means so much to us all and if you could rate review and subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcast from but apparently itunes is the place to really help boost us in the charts but importantly tell all your friends we're so passionate about sharing stories with as many people as possible um you can also contact us via our website which is www what I wish I had known.co.uk and we will see you next week. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.